Hey, sorry if I sound a bit funny, guys. I've just come from the dentist, but it's Blackie or Peter Black or Peter Blackie Black from the hard-ons. You're listening to the dummy room. Not the dunny room, the dummy room, you dummy. Hey, what's up, guys? Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast, episode 155. I'm your host, Nadege. Uh, this week, I'm joined by, uh, I should say, finally joined by Bo Basement from The Suck. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on? Not just The Suck. That's all good. There's all uh, kinds of stuff going on. All kinds of stuff going on. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, uh, you know, thanks for finally joining me. Fairly last minute. <laughs> no, it's all good. I had to, or John Mom was going to keep hounding me. So, what up, John Mom? Yeah, man. So I hit you up just, just I think two nights ago, and I was asking you to come back on. The, you know, you agreed a while ago to come on the show, and then just like two nights ago, I asked you, and then I'm like, "How about tomorrow?" And I, you didn't have to, so I, I really appreciate you doing it. No, absolutely. I'm a big fan of the show. Listen every week. Awesome. Well, we got lots to talk about on this episode. We got a we got a cool topic that I've been saving for you for for two <laughs> years. You've been waiting for this since the day we met. And uh, we're gonna yeah. be we're gonna be talking about uh kind of some of my favorite songs about the basement kind of perfect for you <laughs> and uh we get to uh we get to play some new jimmy vapid yeah it's fucking incredible yeah dude so jimmy hit me up um just a few like last week and you know he sent me the new album and i was blown away that he even considered me so i listened to it and i was not disappointed i really liked the last record you know night moves oh hell yeah i mean he's got killers with him alan judy it's unreal. <laughs> yeah, I was telling I was telling Jeff Palmer that Night Moves is my favorite album that he's done, even of all the Vapid stuff. I love yeah, that I album. Have, I have a weird thing with it because I mean, I make no bones. That's my favorite band of all time. I mean, everything Jimmy does, just the way he runs everything, is it, to me is perfect. So I, I totally agree with that. I've told him that. As much as I love the Vapids, it's like. It's him flexing. It's like the Vapids on steroids. It's like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, that album and this album sound just... They fucking... They're just killer, man. They sound so good. Yeah, I, I told him, too, maybe a week or two ago when he sent me a link that it was just... It's it's rock and roll. I mean, he's still down picking and everything like that. But, I mean, it, it sounds like a helicopter's record with him singing. It's crazy. So the new album's called Killmatic. Um, self-released by Jimmy cassette on, uh, commando records out of Italy. It's out, it's out on June 22nd. That's my birthday actually. So happy birthday, Nate. Um, and it, I think it streams. I think he told me it streams on Bandcamp only, uh, the week prior, June 15th. So okay. everybody go do that. It's a great album. I think we'll, we'll play something, but let's wait a while. Let's make people wait. <laughs> <laughs> like you, like you do it to suck. Yeah. Yeah. 
Make them wait, because they, they might not want to listen to me and you gab, but if they know there's a Jimmy Vapid song coming up, maybe they'll stick around. Oh, for sure. So, before we get to that, dude, you've been uh, you've been keeping yourself busy, huh? Bad Secret, The Sock, Reg Picker? Yeah, just trying to stay busy. The pandemic hit, and uh, I'm notorious for drinking too much whiskey, and I stopped <laughs> drinking whiskey during the pandemic, because I, I don't know, I kind of thought I would go off the deep end, because I tend to get a little too rambunctious so yeah i I don't know i i had started bad secret even before the pandemic so it almost looked like a pandemic band which is kind of annoying but i mean it is what it is and then john (laughs) mom was nice enough to help me distribute it so that was really cool i listened to it and your voice you got this oh man i don't know what to say about your voice it's almost like it's unique. You can be nice about it. <laughs> it's it's unique, but it's 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 almost like a Bruce Dickinson kind of thing. Like if Bruce Dickinson couldn't actually sing very very well like he does, if he couldn't hold those, you know, hit those big notes and shit. Like oh, yeah, I'm definitely singing about you know eight octaves below him. <laughs> <laughs> but but there's something in in your tone or something that's that reminds me of him. But I'm not a huge Maiden fan, so I you know this oh, is much I better am. for me. <laughs> so I'll take it. Yeah, no, it certainly is. But, you know, I, nobody's a Bruce Dickinson. That guy's got a crazy voice. But, yeah, I can definitely, something in your voice reminds me of him a little bit. That's a, that's the first time I've heard that. That's cool, though. Yeah. Um, but these songs, man, I mean, the, the demo one, these are like, I don't know how to, I can't even pronounce half these song titles. So <laughs> I can't even pretend to understand what they're about. But, man, they're catchy. And it just it's just like good punk rock. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I try to keep it straightforward. It's definitely a little darker. Oh yeah, than the the other stuff in this little bubble or whatever. But you know, it's all good. So where does all this where does all this stuff come from? Uh, I'm really into a lot of high fantasy literature. So just using that as like a template when I outline my songs, just to switch it up. I mean, the stuff's still straightforward. If you take out the imagery. You know, and all the the song titles. I mean, the lyrics are still straight up. It's not, you know, if you actually listen, I think people yeah. would get it. I think they take one look at me wandering around in a cloak, and they're like, <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? But, you know, it's just something different. I mean, because if I would have just did it straight up, I mean, with me singing, it would sound different than the suck, but the music's, it's similar. Oh, yeah. So, just mix it up a little bit. I fucking dig it, man. I think it's good. Like, the only thing that I can say is, like, I don't know what half these song titles are, you know? But I'm like, <laughs> I know it's, I know the music's good, and I, and I dig it, so. Well, that's cool. I appreciate it. We are too quick to accept the life we know. Not quick enough to embrace the life that we can only imagine. We think that events must proceed as we dictate them. Fate is tied 
So I don't know much about you other than um other than you were in some some great some great bands um or you are still in some great bands. But tell me um were the uh, Strikeouts your first band? No, uh, first band I was ever in was with Craig. Uh, we were 15, 16. We were called Fratricide. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> Fratricide? Yeah, I don't even... We were picking band names out of a dictionary, I think. But yeah, I mean, because I had moved to Harrisburg, and I met Craig the day after we saw Riverdales and, uh, Riverdales and Green Day at the farm show in Harrisburg. We both had tour shirts on the next day at school, and he's like, hey, we should hang out. And I've been bothering him ever since. <laughs> cool. And, of course, you guys were in the Lebowskis. Yep, Lebowskis, Strikeouts as well, and a couple other bands. I played in his bands. He's played in mine. And, yeah, we've been playing together for probably, my God, 25 years now. Scary, huh? Yeah, Uncle Dunkle. <laughs> um so strikeouts did a split with the with the vapids. That's worth noting. That's cool. Yeah, that was uh, Jimmy was always real good to us. Were the vapids your favorite band back then too? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we had a really good record store outside of Harrisburg and uh, Lancaster, PA, called uh, Angry Young and Poor. Yeah, I've been there. And, yeah. Okay, good deal. Yeah, I mean, I I think everybody that goes out to Central PA stops there if, if you're into punk rock. I yeah. mean. And they had a great selection of all kinds of punk. And Jeff, the owner, was like, you know, he knew we were into the Ramones. He just handed me Vapid's drink beer. And he's like, you're going to love this. And, you know, then, of course, you know, we buy everything. And then Jeff booked him to play at, like, some wacky bar when we were, like, 16. And there was, like, one drunk guy at the bar. (laughs) Nobody paid to get in. And me and Craig were there. And they wouldn't let us in because it was a bar. But then Jeff conned him into it. We got in there and then, yeah, just hung out with the Vapids the whole time. And they they crashed at Craig's parents' house that night. And then the next day we called like 50 of our friends like in an eight-hour period, charged them a couple bucks at the door and played in Craig's parents' basement with the Vapids. Nice. Like, yeah, it's pretty wild to think back on it, but yeah, we've been hanging out with them every chance we, you know, get the older we get, it gets a little tougher. Oh yeah. You know, everybody's got kids and stuff and, but yeah, life. I went to that angry young and poor once I was, I was staying in Harrisburg just, you know, at a hotel and like back, you know, 20, 20 years ago, you had to just go to a town and then look in the phone book, you know, record stores, you could do that. And uh, I did that angry, young, and poor. I'm like, holy shit, that place just sounds cool. So I I drove down, and I was like, man, this place is this place is way out here. Like, is this is this <laughs> You're a, an Amish country? Yeah, is this real? And I got there, and once you <laughs> once you see the place or you walk in, it's like, oh, this is this is the place, you know. But uh, uh, I mean, you, yeah, you can still go there. Fat day from the virus is still sitting behind the counter, and Jeff and his <laughs> wife Andrea are placing orders i mean their brick and mortar shop is incredible yeah yeah i assume it's the same one it was 20 years ago or so um they've moved since oh, but okay, it's okay. only been in the two different locations but yeah they're great people so turn me on to the vapids you know all the mutant pop bands jeff would get those in for us like it was yeah it's definitely it's the best record store i've ever been to 
Yeah, certainly one of them for me, it was just, I had never heard of it. You know, I just happened to look in the phone book and, and found it. I'll never forget that little trip I did. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think it's, I mean, that's cool to like, you know, I've never done a split with a band, any band, but to, 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 to say you were on a split with your favorite band must be just something just out of this world. Cool. Oh, and I mean, when they sent the tracks too, I, Cynical Solutions, my <laughs> favorite song they did, and it wasn't even because of the split. I mean, Jimmy's one of my favorite songwriters too. I mean, just the way he pieces everything together. It's Ramones, but he's got his own thing going on. This is going to be Bo Loves Jimmy podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, well, it's all right, because I'm going to say this, because right now he's trashing my band logo on Instagram, so it's all good. Like, no, he, he, <laughs> he's he going like, hard to paint. Oh, he hates it. His Bad Secrets <laughs> logo, the, the Metallica ripoff? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm not going to kiss your ass or anything, so uh, I'm going to side with Jimmy on that. Not my favorite. Oh, I know. Oh, dude, I've heard <laughs> from a couple people. It, I started the band just for the fuck of it, and then, yeah. like, you know, throw the Metallica logo on it, fuck it. I'm eventually going to get a real <laughs> logo. I just I haven't got around to it yet. How about Rad? Love that oh, Rad yeah. album you were part of, man. Yeah, I know you do. That, yeah, that was something, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, a Chinese democracy of pop punk albums. That thing took for fucking ever to come out. <laughs> Did it? See, I don't. I see. I don't know this stuff. To me, it just just popped out of nowhere. No, nah, it sounds killer. I mean, it does. Yeah, I know you dig it. You've mentioned it a bunch. Those guys, um, yeah, they've all been on the show. So you're the last rad rad guy I'm on. The- Last rad, what am I, the third member of the suck? I know Alien was on. All I did was talk about Corey Feldman the whole time. Yeah, Alien was on. He won't be <laughs> back. And uh, just kidding. And Dunk, of course, he's been on. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, you you got to get the fun time guys on. Uh, Cola and Dunkle together. Get them together? That's when the magic yeah. happens? Oh, yeah. What about what about Problem? I don't know if he'd do it. I, I Well, <laughs> to be honest, I didn't even tell them I was going on with you today. Because I, my sense of humor is like they're they're going to be worried when they see that tag pop up <laughs> with my name that I was on it. So I thought it'd be kind of funny. Well, let's keep it a secret then. Till then. Oh, I'm I'm not going to say anything. Good. Fuck those guys. Um, yeah, problem. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Those guys are great, but yeah, problem. I just he seems like he'd be just too crabby to be on with me. He wouldn't be able to put up with me. Uh, he doesn't even like being on our video calls when the band gets together. <laughs> no, he's he seems nice, but I don't know. Nah, he's the man. Cool. All right, man. So so rag picker, this thing, like I love what you're doing, and I don't know exactly what you're doing at all, but um, <laughs> you're, you're making t-shirts. And from my point of view, it's like okay, you're bringing back some, you know, a classic band like the Guts. You know, they haven't been around forever. You're making a t-shirt for them. That's cool. And then you've got these other bands like Jagger and, and Neon Bone. And the, these bands live in, they live a world away from us so that you can't just, you know, their T-shirts aren't readily available to us. You know, you can't go see that, them play. Yeah, that was the initial idea. Like, I knew I was going to start the merch company to house all of uh, the Suckin' Bad Secrets merch because I handle all that. Yeah. So it just made it easier, like a one-stop shop. But then I've always had this idea to do the overseas bands or bands that are no longer together. Cause I have a real t-shirt problem. Like <laughs> so do I. I'll, I'll send you a photo of the ones I bought since this year. And I'm talking, there's like 
probably 50 or 60 that haven't even made it into the rotation. Whoa. It's unreal. Yeah, I just keep buying them. It, it supports the band, so it's all good. But, like, <laughs> there's just shirts I wanted. Like, I wanted a new Guts shirt. Yeah. So I hit when I had the idea, I hit Jeff up first because he's the nicest dude in punk rock. Yes. I figure if anybody was going to say yes, it would be Jeff. <laughs> and uh, he pretty much gave me carte blanche. Like we went back and forth on the design and he just once, you know, everything was OK. You know, that was the first shirt and that was a big one. So who designed that? Was that you that mostly designed uh, that? Uh, or? Uh, a buddy of mine did all the setup, but it was just Jeff and I going back and forth till everything was cool. So, and it kind of like a throwback looking shirt, like, uh, you know, 70s style, just something different. Yeah. But same thing with like when uh, we did the Vapid shirt too, like that was my favorite Vapid shirt. And Jimmy hit me up and was like, let's do a new version. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, you know, because it's tough for people in the States to get the the overseas bands mm-hmm. and as dumb as it sounds, the Canadian shipping's even worse than shipping to like the UK. <laughs> so, and then, uh, I've known Jay for a long time and I was like, I want a new Jagger shirt. I was going through my shirts <laughs> and I was like, I saw the, uh, Winona Ryder one on gray. And I was oh. like, man, I, I can't rock a gray shirt. So I was like, yeah, I, I, let's get one on black. And I hit Jay up and he was down and, you know, we went back and forth on that design, too. So once Jay was happy with it, we put it up. I really like that Winona Ryder design. <laughs> oh, yeah. That that's, that was a killer shirt, too. That was for the uh, DJ Free Europe record tour he did. And you got cool boxes, man. Oh, the pizza boxes. Yeah, I sling pizzas like one or two days a week. So I figured, fuck it. I mean, I'd seen labels use them before, but never slap a logo on it. It wasn't much more money. No, I've looked you know. into it. Yeah. I've I mean, looked. I don't know how you do vinyl. They're not, I, I think they're too deep, but you know, you could probably throw a box in a box. <laughs> they're cool looking, but um, yeah, that's sort of the problem. Plus I can't do it now. You've done it. You know? Oh no! I, I forget where I got the idea. I think <laughs> Kevin from the Apers was. Uh, yeah, he's still doing it. Sending pizza boxes, yeah, for forever. And I was like, oh, I'll we'll give it a whirl. I mean, it's a tip of the hat. So I mean, yeah. Kevin did it. I can do it. Have you? You've gotten stuff from Kevin in those flimsy oh, ass yeah. pizza boxes. Like, what kind of pizza <laughs> do they sell over there? That's only like three quarters of an inch thick. I mean, their boxes are they're really thin. It's it's strange here. You know, everything's like so big. You know. Hey, hit up Jay and ask him. Those two are wandering around over there together. I've been in cahoots on some stuff with Jay lately, so. Good deal. Cool uh, cool announcement coming soon. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's great, dude. He doesn't fuck around in the studio, so he's a pro. Yeah, that guy has, he's had so, I mean, all of his bands, you know, but I mean, everything he's put out for the last, you know, even the, even the early Johnny 3 stuff has just been yeah. fucking stellar. I drummed for him one show. It was supposed to be a tour. <laughs> Uh-oh. What, show, what, what uh, band? Uh, Johnny Three. Okay. And uh, it was with Darlington, I think, on the Euthanize Me tour. They had pl- The Lebowskis opened up for him, and then their drummer was going home or something, and Jay was like, you want to drum? And I learned their songs in a day and was in Baltimore the next day. And then the tour ended right after that show. <laughs> so, <laughs> you played the last show on the tour? 
well, it wasn't the last. It wasn't supposed to be the last oh. show, but uh, Darlington was having issues. Ah, okay, that sucks, but that's cool. Yeah, it was interesting. It's how we met those guys. So, where you, where were you living at that time? Were you in Harrisburg uh, was, yet, or yeah, or I was Youngstown? in Harrisburg. Yeah, okay. Lebowski's had just started. So you're in Youngstown now, right? Yep, Youngstown, hanging out. How do you how do you end up in Youngstown? That's not you know a destination you know hot nope. spot. <laughs> met, met a girl and wandered out here. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I think that's why Jay left Youngstown, wasn't it? Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> I I don't think we were living here for a few years together because the Spastic Hearts were still playing. But then, yeah, he met. I, I think her name's Anna, and then he headed over there. Good move. Yeah, I talked to John Prophet a couple days ago. Okay, and he uh, he was talking about the uh, the suck represses that are coming just just this week. You know. Couple days yeah. from now, they're going to be out. Yep, I actually just got my copies. So it's a repress of both albums, but I, I hear a rumor of a golden ticket. <laughs> yeah, is it, it, is it literally one golden ticket? That's it. One golden ticket. Yeah, I guess he's gonna. The way it's working, I guess you do. He's doing what fifty sets. You have to buy both to get the gold vinyl, um, and then there's going to be a ticket in one of them. So, and I think you win. Uh, test presses of both records, I think. That's kind of boring, if you ask me. I was ah. I was hoping it would be like you guys, all all the guys from the suck would go to the person's house and drink their booze, I hang was out with say, them. If you were going to say play, <laughs> we're, we're not going to do that, but we'll definitely probably all show up and drink all your alcohol. Yeah, I've heard. I've asked John about you guys playing, and he said, "Ah, it's never going to happen." I'm like, "It's never going to happen. It'll happen." Uh, there were some rumblings pre-pandemic and then stuff fell through or, you know, as stuff pans out, we weren't happy with it. So yeah, never say never, but yeah, I wouldn't, (laughs) I wouldn't bank on it. It's crazy that you guys, you know, you've managed to create this, this buzz around this band that's never played a show, never played anything really. Oh, dude, we've talked about it. I, I don't understand. We did the EP for fun, just a way to get five dudes who've known each other forever in the same room because we're all spread <laughs> out. And then the thing sold out in what you know three months, and then we were like, "Well, I guess we'll do a full length now." And then John Mom came knocking, and he was like, "Yo, I want to put it out." And then that thing sold out in a couple months, and then Boris sold out in three days. I, I don't even know what to make of it. I've been playing music for 25 years, and the band that we were all kind of just did for fun was the one everybody is into, which is, <laughs> I mean, it's cool if you think about it. Yeah. No expectations, so we just, you know, just get to be weird, and that's all Alien and Craig. They just come up with these ideas. I think Alien just waits till Craig gets drunk and says stuff, and then he writes songs, and that's... <laughs> That's my theory. Who's the problem in the band? I mean, like you seem like you're the kind of guy that would want to play a show. Um, I honestly, as much as live shows as I've played, I hate playing live. Oh yeah, I, the, yeah, moving equipment, not all of it, especially yeah, for the drummer. The, yeah, yeah, the hurry up and wait, you know, and then you play for 25 minutes because you know most of the bands I've been in are Ramones core bands. So, I mean, you can get 12, 13 songs in 20, 25 minutes. It's oh, yeah. like Perfect. Yeah. But <laughs> the old thinking was you had to tour to sell a record. And now with the internet, I mean, when the pandemic hit, I just 
saw bands scrambling to get content out and it just sucked was business as usual because relentless promotion is just all on social media. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of just went about our business and just recorded Boris. <laughs> so it's all good. great record dude ah I'm, I'm i'm really glad people like it because it's the band that me craig and alien have always talked about doing i mean the lebowski's got close but i don't know we maybe we just weren't good enough yet or i mean who knows because we were a lot younger back then too mm-hmm. but yeah street rock pale head with a band like the suck too there, there's no pressure i mean you guys aren't you know there's there's no fighting because because if somebody can't make a gig or something, because there are no gigs, there are no practices, there's nothing. It's just you guys. Oh, yeah. If there were practices, we'd have quit in a month. <laughs> I mean, we we still get yeah? on each other's nerves sometimes, I bet. Probably. Yeah. Nah, dude. It's a great record. The, the, the fucking Jay Prozac <laughs> on a BMX bike. So, like, song of the year you know, almost. The crazy you know? part is is that there's, there's always one <laughs> pop song every record. And Johnny Alien can flat out write He'll do a verse and a chorus, and it's uh, usually always a killer hook. And then Brad will finish up the lyrics, and he's the secret weapon. I mean, he's got a great voice to the point where in the studio, we barely have to do anything. Give him a little reverb and let him go. I mean, because I have a weird voice. Craig's got a weird voice. I thought Craig would sing when we started to suck, but it was Alien's idea to get Brad involved, and it was probably the best decision. No, he's got a great voice. It's cool. Yeah, I know the suck isn't doing anything, but how about uh, how about the rag picker? What's what's the next uh, T-shirt in line? You gonna keep doing this for yeah, a while? Yeah, I mean, right now I've got a couple lined up. I'm the next one, uh, proton packs. Oh, nice. And the design is killer. But yeah, they're gonna be the next uh, one up, and I'm gonna probably space them out a little more. I got a little excited when we started, so. You know, I kept rolling them out because, I mean, if the design's done, everybody's cool with everything. And that's kind of, you know, and I pay the bands as if they're selling their own shirt. I mean, that's the only reason there's a 20, you know, dollar price point 
just to take care of the high quality shirt at a short run, you know, as in the band, and I know what bands are making on t-shirts. So, you know, I still, we just cut a licensing deal, get a simple email contract and everybody's been happy so far. I'm looking on the Facebook page right now. you got a couple models. <laughs> you got Alien and What Dunk are they doing? Modeling a couple t-shirts. Ah, it's just oh, Vapids yeah, and yeah. Neon Bone. That Neon Bone shirt's killer. <laughs> I mean, Lars is the man. Oh, yeah. He's so good at that stuff. He's like, I want to use my own design. I was like, great. I don't have to worry about it. Like, <laughs> Of course you can. He yeah, does great work. It. so clean looking, too. I mean, how about his band? Holy yeah. shit. He's due for a new record. I know. Lars, get on that. Yeah, well, he's got the new 7-inch coming out, but I'm I'm ready for a full length for sure. Most of the bands I like, you know, they could just put out an album at least every six months. I got no problem. I'm not going to get sick of them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's doable. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's asking a lot, but yeah. still. To, to get the suck together, it's like, whew. Are there a lot of songs in the... Uh, in the suck world, I mean, does Alien have a have a pretty good catalog backed up that you guys are just waiting to record? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm he's always demoing, so I think when he gets comfortable, it's kind of when he sends them to me, and then I do the drums, and then we just piece them together from there. I know we got there, there's some plans coming up, so I mean, there's always something. As long as people keep listening and buying the records, we'll keep doing it. It's fun. What'd you, what'd you think of the big-ass poster that John did for you? Oh, no, that was our idea. <laughs> Sorry, John, you can't take credit for that. That poster, I think, made I him years, lose, uh, lose years off his life. Because uh, we wanted it as big as he could get it. <laughs> so, Dude, I don't know if you can get any bigger. I, I don't know, huge. but wherever he found that he found some place in Italy that did him like half the price <laughs> in the States and... Then that poor guy had to fold those, him and Trisha. It was unreal. <laughs> I, I got one, and it's like, you know, twice the thickness of the <laughs> yeah. album. It's like, what the hell is in here? Like, holy oh, shit. Yeah, it's, I've got the original one where he, that he attempted to fold it. <laughs> so I got the one with all, like, the whoops <laughs> folds, and uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. You didn't warrant a, uh, a tube, huh? You could have just rolled uh, one up. I sent think it we had tube. talked about it, but... To add on, you know, it would have brought the price of the record up. It's just the extra shipping or whatever. <laughs> it's cool, though. I mean, that's like a legit fucking poster. Oh, yeah. I, I just think it's funny because there's no band logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you guys. It's yeah. just the five ugly dudes. <laughs> All right, man. Jimmy Vapid. Oh, yeah. Let's get to it. Let's do the song. You, you've heard the album, which was cool because I hit you up and asked you. I assumed you did, but... I'm glad you had. Oh, yeah. You got a favorite song on the record? Um, I got it. I don't have the song titles in front of me, but uh, the slow one right in the middle with the buildup. Killmatic. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's my favorite. That's the first thing I told him after I listened through. I kind of, you know, I, I give him a couple passes and I usually send him a big, long thing he's got to read. And the build in that song is incredible. I don't need, like, that full-on rock and roll assault when it's a really cool song. Yeah. This song, that long, and it's not even building up, but you're just waiting for the action to kick in. Yeah. And it never, it does a little bit. You know, you get the drums and stuff in there, but it never goes into like a full, you know, what you would expect. It just goes like basically him and a guitar and then back to him and a guitar. And it's just a beautiful fucking song. It's it's kind of dark sounding and it's kind of, you know, it's got like a real mystery behind it, but damn, it's, it's it just... It breaks up the album. 
I, I don't think people understand, like, just because you play, like, Ramon-style punk rock, there's some killers out there that are just great songwriters, and he's one of them. I, yeah. mean, I mean, the pop stuff, I mean, I get it. I mean, if you've got a harmony, but, I mean, Jimmy usually just hits you in the face. I mean, but that one, yeah, it's subtle. <laughs> it's subtle, but damn, man, it's. I think it's the most powerful song on the record. Yeah, I like when he does shit like that. Do you think that's a good one to play? I mean, just because it's not... It's not very um, representative of the entire album. Oh, I mean, the opening track is just, it's fire. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, if Jimmy gave you carte blanche, I mean, do your thing, but... Fortune City Limits starts the album, and it is, it's a kick to the nuts. Mm-hmm. My favorite, other than um, the title track, I guess you'd say, is uh, the second song, Tunnel Vision. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's just right into it, right off of the first track. Y- you almost have to play them both, but, oh, dude, it's it's so good. I love this album. Is Oh, it's dude, it's already the best record of, of the year. I, <laughs> I'm trying to think of who's got records coming up. It's like you got your work cut out for you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's been a crazy year already. I mean, oh, I, I put out a good album this year, you know. I mean, not to toot my horn, but Zoonoids fucking rule. Yeah, I've, and... I've talked to Matt a bunch. He's such a good dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he championed Bad Secret when everybody was like, what is this guy doing? Like, So far, yeah, there's been a few great ones. Not not quite like last year, but this album would have made the lists of everybody any year. Yeah. This is, a, this is a killer record, dude. And the cover's cool, if that's what I'm looking at. Part of the leather jacket. Looks awesome. Yeah, all his covers are good. I, I really like his the three solo seven inches he did, too. Those kind of went unnoticed for a while. I think people are finally catching on. I saw somebody posting about it today. Um, No, I'm just looking... I'm sorry, I'm just looking at the track list. And it's like, even the last song, that's another kind of a surpriser one, too. It's just sort of, like, dark synth, <laughs> you know? Him singing over some heavy, dark synth. It's cool. I like that, you know, it's sort of a, 
shows a little bit of a uh, diversity in your in your songwriting. Oh yeah, that dude can play anything. I mean, people forget he played bass in the Vapids for a hot minute, and I've never yeah. seen anybody play as close to Dee Dee as Jimmy plays. So, I mean, he even taps his right foot like Dee Dee did. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, speaking of Dee Dee, of course, that the uh, we're recording this on on a Saturday night here, and it's actually the anniversary of Dee Dee's passing. Yep, it's crazy. Which is super shitty, you know? Yeah, we just keep talking about Jimmy Vapid. He called me right after he heard. Really? Yeah, to let me know him pre-internet, you know. I think he called Craig, and then he called me. And uh, who's better than Dee Dee? <laughs> I, mean, I know, right? I mean, it's just, think of all the songs that that guy wrote. That's how I learned how to play bass. I just flipped <laughs> the first record and... Uh, Turn the fader over to the one speaker. That's cool. No, but just, just, uh, yeah, I didn't even think about it till right now about, you know, mentioning it. Uh, what a, what an important guy, you know, we, we wouldn't be talking if it weren't for Didi Ramon. We wouldn't be listening to the Vapids, you know, or Jimmy Vapid without Didi Ramon. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All right, man. So, uh, I originally, I've had, I got all these ideas for shows, these certain songs, these certain uh, topics and favorite songs of whatever band. But this idea, you know, of course we're going to do it. It seems like everyone has a song about the basement. And uh, I figured I got to get this guy, you know, <laughs> to do it. You know, if anyone's going to do it with me, it's got to be Bo Basement. Good so, deal. Finally get you on. Yeah, making it happen. Like I said, the sucks worried. They're going to see my name pop up and be <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. I'm not worried about them. <laughs> I don't think I am either. <laughs> All right, man. So I got a list. I narrowed it down to 11, the classic top 11. Want to go through it with me? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Number number 11. And, and I don't know why this is number 11. This, this was hard to rank these. I think my number one is the only solid one. But um, <laughs> I, I went right off the bat, too, with Didi Ramon. I don't want to die in the basement. <laughs> Oh, 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 
so good. I don't think his solo stuff gets enough credit, enough talk, enough love, but um, what a great fucking song this is. Yeah, it's definitely killer. I mean, he wrote all these great songs, but when they kind of come back around to the to the to from the first Ramones album, you know? Oh, yeah. From I, I Don't Want to Go Down to the Basement to now he's like, I don't want to die in the basement. It's just <laughs> like, it's just kind of clever. I'm sure it wasn't planned, but, you know, I think about that kind of stuff and it's like, how many, you know, two decades later, it just like comes full circle, and it's a and he writes another great song. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean he's a killer. I mean, I mean I'm sure everybody in this you know bubble understands you know <laughs> lyrically. Yeah, I mean he's out of this world. He's so good. It's crazy how like we, I you can say this a hundred times about the Ramones, but it's crazy how simple you know you can write lyrics that are so simple, but it's it's so difficult to do that. Oh, you yeah. wouldn't think it would be, but it's like. I can't write stupid. I can't write a good song. I can't write a stupid song. Oh, dude! But you know I, what I mean. I avoid it like the plague. That's why I got Alien and Craig <laughs> just somewhere in the wind right now, just thinking up weird shit. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't if I tried. Just to write a simple song that still comes out to be just beautiful, and it's just unbelievable how he can do it. How he did it for so many albums. I always thought it was cool too. Even after he left the band, he'd still toss him a song or two. <laughs> good ones too it wasn't like he was doing shitters yeah you know i mean some of his best songs so yeah obviously some of his best stuff was at the end there he wasn't playing with them so all right number 10 i went with i went with a band that i've always loved i've always liked this band they kind of uh they teeter on you know just more of a hardcore sound but um definitely definitely love the the, the first two albums they did and it's lifetime theme song for a new brunswick basement show <laughs> Could it be? 
okay, that's not the bubble. I know you played Phoenix TX on a previous <laughs> episode, and I was like, man, he hasn't played Bad Secret, but he's played Phoenix TX. I was like, what is going on? But, dude, I, I, I love Lifetime. I mean, I listen to a little bit of everything, and Jersey's yeah. Best Dancers is such a great record. I mean, yeah. especially for guys our age. Like, I mean, that shit was interchangeable back then. Yeah. I mean just because you had a little more of a hardcore sound or even almost leaned emo, like that shit never bothered me if the band was good. I, I think I prefer Hello Bastards, but what was cool about them was they were really like every other song. I mean, they could be just that blistering kind of fast hardcore. Oh, yeah. To just a just a slow, almost sludgy pop song. Yeah, and when, then back to mid tempo. Just they could do it all. It was great, great yeah, band. Yeah, when you sent the list, I was like, man, there's no way that's going to make a top anything. I was like, you just threw that <laughs> on there for fun. No, I actually, I actually do love Lifetime. Those first two records, I I listened to a lot. Good deal. Yeah, they're a great band. All right, number nine went with went with my buddy Craig, Batfoot. There's nothing down in the basement. That record is so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like one of those albums, just that that constant weasel lead sound they have, just fast, just snotty, kind of jokey at times. Yeah, great songs. Love Batfoot. like everyone has a basement song but if most people don't have them it's really funny to go through people's catalogs and be like how the fuck does this band not have a a basement song you know what My, i'm bo basement the most ridiculous name ever and i don't think i've ever written a basement song <laughs> what's up with the basement name anyways where'd that come from i was in a band called the basements when i was in high school and <laughs> you know it starts Perfect. out like oh that's bo from the basements and then it turned into bo basement and now most of my friends just call me basement i mean it's ridiculous 
you can't pick your pseudonym. So it's like I got stuck with this weird one and I just kind of went with it. I think it's cool as fuck, man. I like it. <laughs> Glad somebody likes it. I shake my head every most people don't even know my real name. <laughs> so I just I don't correct them. I'm just like, whatever. Uh, next up, dude, I went with In Your Basement by the Mugwumps. Oh, dude, they're they're killers. <laughs> Unbelievable band. Jimmy Vapid will tell you the best band in the world. And he uh, might not be wrong. <laughs> so They have, what, four albums that are just killer. I can't even get past the first one yet. When I try to listen to them, yeah. I, I, just, I wreck myself on the first one. It's like, man, I, how many times can I listen to this album in a row? It's yeah. fucking perfect. Yeah, I mean, they've been around a hot minute, too. I mean, so to only do four records, and they're all good. There's something in the water over there. I don't know. We need some of that to rub off on us in the States because, <laughs> man, there's so many bad bands. Next up, okay, so I got I got quite the list here, and this one was, I almost dropped it off, but I really like this song, and uh, the more I listen to it, the more I like it, and I went with the mixtapes, dude, Basement Manners. Oh, dude, Mara is my spirit animal. I love that band. I, you know, and they broke up a little too early because of that whole Warped Tour thing, but I mean, she's killing it with Mike Park right now in uh, Ogi Kubu Station, She's a killer. I, I don't know the story of why they broke up, but I didn't realize that she was singing with Mike Park now. I, I know nothing, but she does have a cool voice. Yeah, I mean, they're a great band. I mean, they put a lot of stuff out in a short amount of time, too. Yeah, they did. I mean, if you try to track down their splits and all the seven inches, good luck. You're in trouble. <laughs> I'm surprised that one. I'm surprised that made the list, too. 
Really? I saw, I saw yeah, I saw them in Lifetime, and I went, ah, okay. like no i i I dig that song i think it's cool she does have a cool voice i i never liked i shouldn't say i never liked but you know she sang on the intruder song oh yeah yeah uh, the duet and uh i always thought she was the wrong choice for that and it's not because i don't like her voice i just thought it was sort of i don't know now i think I, i think it's cool like i think she sounds good on it i think at the time when it first heard it though i was like eh, i would have went with somebody else but who are you thinking i don't know I, I've heard so many different people sing that song live when they play it, and I'm like, it's not Mara. <laughs> I, I actually saw Dave Parasite sing that with him. Are you for real? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, he did. But no, she doesn't. I can't imagine someone else singing that song with her. Maybe it's just because he's got such a high voice. Oh, yeah. And he she's a little bit lower. Yeah, but that, that's a great record. Everybody in the dummy room, check it out. <laughs> You'll hate it probably, but I think a lot of people like that band. But they do they teeter on a little bit more of a uh, a newer that, style of punk yeah, rock. Yeah, that new punk yeah. guys with beards and <laughs> Yeah. But I, I dig some of it and obviously I dig them. They're they're kinda of like for me, they're kinda of like the uh creme de la creme of that stuff. Oh, absolutely. All right. Here's one that you're not gonna be surprised about. Hextalls. I don't want to go to the basement either, God. which I love the title of that. I don't want to go down to the basement either. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's just cool. Hey, any band with Jeremy Patch in it, I'm in. And Devin might have the funniest lyrics I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that he always a, does. We need to get him hooked up with Craig and Alien and see what <laughs> happens because holy shit. <laughs> yeah, some of his stuff. And that's that's like the only thing I've ever really complained about that band was like sometimes it's just like I know this guy can write a great melody. And he writes funny, funny songs, but it's like, sometimes I just, I don't always want to laugh, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you know, because he, he is funny, man. It's almost like distracting though. Uh, I, I, I can see that, I guess. I mean, but I don't throw in the hex, uh, the hex dolls unless, <laughs> you know, I'm in that kind of frame <laughs> of mind. Great band though, man. Oh yeah. And their drummer, Nikki. Oh my God. She's a killer. Yep. You know, obviously she's, a, she's a lady. There's just not too many woman drummers out there, you know? Uh, at least not in Ramon's score, for sure. I mean... Yeah. I mean, so when you do have one, and especially one that can play, like, that fucking good, I mean... She's definitely a bricklayer. I mean, <laughs> I've seen him live, and, yeah, she's so fast.
Um, number four, the boys from Wyoming been making all kinds of news lately. Teenage Bottle Rocket in the basement. Fucking love this song. Probably, the, I think it was the first video they ever made too. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, right before Warning Device came out. I remember there was a call out, you know, like, hey, if you're going to be in the, you know, whatever area, Wyoming area, stop by and you can be in the video. Yeah, I mean, kind of cool. Total was killer, but yeah, that record was the coming out party. What do you think of um? You've been keeping up with all the, the the news with them and the the concert tickets. Yeah, I I mean I've seen a little bit of it, but I didn't really dig into it. What are they talking about? Um, well, you know Ray was on like CNN. Oh yeah, and which is crazy. <laughs> like I'm I'm scrolling through <laughs> and I'm going. What is going on? I think I just kept rolling. I was just like, ah, I, I don't even want to read that article. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I dude, I watched it. You know, I rewatched it and see it live, but I watched it. You know, they have they have the host and Ray, like she's on the top, he's on the bottom. They're talking, and then on the right side of the screen, they just show pictures of Teenage Bottle Rocket, like you know, live shots and the you know their promo shots and shit. But they kept showing this the same picture of ray live and he's got that shirt on that says uh sounds gay i'm in oh are they taking <laughs> heat for that no they're not taking heat for that they're taking heat because of the 18 dollar tickets if you're vaccinated a thousand dollars if you're not vaccinated uh, um, but it's like it's not them it's like they're the promoter is doing that on one show so it became this big deal I just thought it was funny that they keep showing the same picture of Ray wearing that shirt. But um, <laughs> I guess like then, then Miggy was on CNN kind of doing a, a follow up, like a clarification of exactly what is happening. And then just the other day I saw there was a some some couple was on Fox News, you know, complaining, crying. Literally, this woman was in tears almost about how she couldn't go see her, you know, a band because she couldn't afford it. They were infringing on her rights and. Oh my gosh! Just uh, the, the whole thing is crazy. I stay away from politics. I just can't. I can't get into it. They've just been blowing up. You know, the comments. People are coming around. Like, who? Who the fuck is this band? I don't want to go see this band. It's like, then don't worry about it. You know. Yeah, I always tell people. You know, when people get fired up about the suck posting too much, it's like, you, there's an unfollow button. You can block us. It's all good. <laughs> like, you don't. You don't have to look. You guys were the kings of promo, especially on the first album. I got uh, sick of seeing you guys. I, I, I think what happened was that <laughs> it got stalled at the plant, and then we just were like, well, we're already in this. <laughs> Let's just keep rolling. Yeah, it took forever for you guys to get going on the second album. Uh, no, we purposely waited because everybody was so fired up about the first one. But, I mean, yeah. we, hit it, we hit it hard when we started, so it's all good. I had some kid hit me up maybe a week a week ago and was like, I didn't even know it was out. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> What? I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you got to follow one of us. You follow me, obviously. Like, yeah, I've just seen it. John is constantly posting about it. I mean, other bands on Mom's Basement are posting about it. It's relentless. Yeah, I think John definitely took a page out of our playbook. He's been doing good with it. It got, works, dude. You got to do it. John knows what he's doing. He's running a great label. Oh, absolutely. Um. All right, top three, dude. Here it is. Number three, Ugh. and it's tough too. Two, two, and three are kind of interchangeable, but I went with uh, "Basement Animal" by the Mean Jeans. There you go.
good mean jeans are a band that i don't talk enough about i love this band and somehow they just never i don't know they just don't come up enough yeah they're kind of like pop punk adjacent you know they definitely are a little harder for sure they're pretty loose you know it sounds like at any moment they're just going to come unhinged (laughs) and just lose control you know they're kind of like um they kind of remind me of like dark thoughts a little bit in that aspect you know yeah it's definitely the recording i would imagine i mean most of the stuff you know, at least in mid '90s style pop punk, everybody goes for that kind of glossy, produced sound. The stuck, I mean, the suck tries to veer away from that a little bit, but yeah, they're definitely, yeah, they're recording on the cheap. That's for sure. Well, they're they're even on fat too. <laughs> you know, you'd think the budget would be there, but no, I think they sound great. I mean, they're the kind of band that can't be overproduced. You know, yeah. Tons of melody, especially this song that do, 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 you know. Yeah, and I, I fucking love it. Man. I, I definitely hear the dark thoughts uh, comparison for sure. Yeah, you, you've probably seen that band, huh? They're from your area, sort of. Nope, never seen them. No. Cra- yep. Craig I, Craig swears by them, but I've never seen them either. I'd love to though. Like paper, write it on Wrap me out Just be quick So don't be so too man you know and i just realized that i left i left the ghoulies off this list if anyone thinks <laughs> i was gonna say what's up. number two ghoulies <laughs> number one's obvious 
But I just looked down and I'm like, oh, how'd the Ghoulies not get on here? It's it's certainly not my favorite Ghoulies song, but they should have been on here. But people are going to be fucking losing their mind about it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, number two, dude, I had to go with Basement by the Dopamines. Everybody left in the basement, take a deep breath, that's it. Everybody left in the basement, take a deep breath, that's it. You like the dopamines? Yeah, they're uh, they definitely at least in Ohio. I mean, they're legends. So, oh yeah, they're another one of those bands that you you kind of don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, they they definitely can mix it up for sure. I mean, this band played a lot of basements, right? What was their house? I can't remember what their house was called. Uh, I can't remember either. I mean, if anyone has a basement song, it should be this band. But <laughs> this song, they just fucking flat out just floor me sometimes. Like, I'm not a huge fan, but I love a lot of their stuff. And this this is one of my favorite songs by them. When I, when I started doing this list, this was one of the, my obvious ones. It was one that came to mind right away. Yeah, this one in the Goldies for sure. Yeah, and I fucked that up. You're going to be pissed at me. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's are, on the list. I think. take some heat. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was on the Spotify list too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I screwed that up. That's it's not good. my favorite Goldies song, I'll admit that, but... That's all right. Oh, well. you, you you can bump lifetime or the mixtapes. I don't think anybody care. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it'll be it'll be John will be on my ass. You chose fucking lifetime over Ghoulies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take some shit. I don't care. Um, oh, you know what? I I think I might have missed one because I did have, and I had a little bit of a dilemma. This isn't my number one, but I don't know where this would have fit in here. I think it's, this was like I think I skipped it at six. Okay. And this was one of my dilemmas because it's the same song. Ratcliffe's Basement Buzz. Oh, my God, yeah. You guys, of course, covered it. And I have to go... I think we released it before they did. Because <laughs> that um, was on their... Uh, 
the, the, I was on the demo, I think, because we had got the demo. Did that album come out after the first Suck album? I think the the the, <laughs> the real album. It, I mean, it, it was yeah, released because yeah. it was on Bandcamp, but it wasn't the same record that came out afterwards. I think ours came out first, and Paulie's the best. I actually finally got to meet him when I saw uh, D-Cracks uh, with the Vapids in Canada right before a uh, year before the pandemic. And he, he was floored that we covered it. And I thought that was really cool. Cause I was like, did you the bass player of the D cracks? We're just some fucking idiots from the East coast. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like both versions. I just like the song. I, I guess if I had to choose, I got to go with Ratcliffe's on that. Cause uh, dude, he's, Oh, they play it. They definitely did a more straight up version for sure. I mean, we did, we did the suck version of it. But yeah, I've, of course I like their version better. I don't know. Yeah, I just looked. Yeah, that, that album was 2019. Yeah, I think it came out a couple Crazy. months after like the official release of that song. So that's that was weird. That's, that's cool. Yeah, that that was my number six. Okay. I, I think I, I just skipped over it because I was going to bring that up because I, I didn't know which one to use. Oh, you got to use both, Ratcliffe. Both killer versions. Yeah, I go with Ratcliffe. <laughs> Not, you know, just because I love that band. They certainly don't get enough attention. Yeah, I think, I mean, because Paul is in D-Cracks. So, I mean, I think yeah. most of his time is spent doing that. It makes sense. Number one, dude. Any guesses? Oh, I, I, I got one. <laughs> Ramones. Dude, I, I leave Ramones off these lists. Dee Dee gets on Are there you because I, I yeah, dude, they like honorary shit because of course, of course, that's a great song. I leave them off. They get the honorary title, or else every episode we'd be talking about Ramones. We, we still talk about Ramones, you know? Wow. Okay. <laughs> dude, I this is one of my favorite bands of all time. They're, they're Wisconsin boys. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, that's right. Jetty boys, man. Oh, hell yeah. Wasted in the basement. This song absolutely fucking slays. Yeah, I was trying to think what what the list was. I don't have it in front of me, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> man, he's leaving the Jetty boys off. Ramones are going to be number one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I left the queers off. I left, you know, full that's of fancy. Right. And, you did. Yeah. 
Eh, not the best queer song, of course, but I'm I'm fine with the Jetty Boys being number one. Oh yeah, dude, this song, it's it's just sort of that definition of a basement show, you know. Oh, Had a for bad sure. week, working, go in the basement, you know. Let's get wasted. <laughs> the jetty boys they're not from my town but i you know they're from wisconsin so it's close enough like local guys you know yeah for sure um one of those bands that never got attention like they should have yeah i never understood that either because i mean of all the records like i mean sheboygan to me is a classic (laughs) oh yeah yeah i i never understood it either i mean they they caught on almost at the end of their band like that's when I started hearing people talk about him and we'd been listening for a while and yeah, it's kind of funny how stuff sticks and some doesn't, doesn't make any sense. 
They were, they were one of those bands that had, I don't want to say it was a real drastic change, but from the first record to the to Sheboygan, you know, for me, it was pretty drastic. Much more of a rock and roll sound on the first album oh, to a sure. straight up power pop, like pop punk record. Yeah, but, but you could still hear that influence there. Oh, yeah, but bands evolve. I mean, it's going to happen. I just imagine it had had a lot to do with Eric. Eric was writing more. You know, and it was less rock and roll influenced. Yeah, it could be. This is his song, Wasted in the Basement. Yep. Cool video. Just, oh man. Anytime, anytime that there's Jetty Boys on the list, they're probably going to be right up to the top for me. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good choice. I'm all right with that. If your honorary <laughs> gets moved. You know, you start talking about like the, the best singer and shit like that. Well, it's like Joey's so important. You, I mean, he'd be number one on the list and this would just be a Ramones podcast. Everyone that's listening is already a Ramones fan. God, God, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe not their favorite band, but at least they're they're well acquainted with the catalog and the respect is theirs. So, nah, it makes sense. Um, a couple a couple songs that didn't make the list that you know, like I said, but I actually had some that weren't quite. You know, I sent you a Spotify playlist. Not everything's on Spotify, but um, um, Less Than Jake, and I'm not a big Less Than Jake fan, but I actually do like some of their stuff. Less. I like the stuff with the less horns on it, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big sky guy, so that bad scene in a basement show. That's that's a pretty cool song. Yeah. It's not a ska song at all, you know. Hey, I'm trying to think of the last time I listened to Lesson Jake. It's been it's been a while. Yeah, like I don't I don't even know all their albums or anything like that. I've just heard here and there, you know. Yeah. Um Chinese Telephones had a cool song, Basement Child, Super Rock Fun Go. Yeah. Not, another there. killer band. Yep. Wisconsin guys. Indonesian junk. Yeah, I mentioned Queers, Full of, full of Fancy, which is a band that um, Grath from the uh, Steinways was on, and he kind of reminded me of that band. I actually have that 10-inch, and I just haven't listened to it forever, but I, I did pull it out, and they got a song called Basement. That's okay. a cool one. Um, yeah, I didn't really have any more. I'm sure there are more. But... Yeah, you asked me to try to think, and I looked, and your list was pretty... I was like, man, I, I was, and I forgot about the Dee Dee song, and then you would you know, messaged me about that. And I was like, oh yeah, I can't leave that off. No, I was kind of surprised. I've been working on this list for a while, you know, adding to it as I kind of come across them. Yeah. I um, mean, I think you tried to get me on what, like two years ago. <laughs> 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 Something. Yeah. And you fucking flat out. Nope. Not interested. I was like, damn it. Uh, we kind of had a keep me quiet rule in the, in the suck. Like <laughs> now what? Now you're all rogue and shit. You don't care. No, I mean, I had mentioned it to the band, and they were like, yeah, you should do it. And Craig was like, it'll be funny. I'm like, I don't, your type of funny and everybody else's type of funny might not work. <laughs> yeah, I hear that, man. I had to mentally prepare myself for this. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, dude. I just, sometimes I just don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, there there is one certain guest that I added a lot of it out, but um, he's been on, and yeah, he's... He certainly dished a little bit to me, but I don't put it on the show, you know? No, that's probably the right thing to do. You you handle that pretty well online, too. Yeah, well, it, yeah, that's the thing. People don't like that, but it's like, you know, it's it's not always about trashing somebody or something like that. You know, there's always yeah. bands we don't like. We don't have to tell the world that we don't like them. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of other pop-punk groups you can go to for that. I can name <laughs> a couple. Yep, so... um. So this Jimmy Vapid album, dude, do you think he's going to care if I play another song? 
I I don't think Jimmy will give a fuck. If he's sending you the whole thing, I think he's saying go for it. All right, I'm going to play another one. I'm, I'm looking down the list again. I've, I've managed to listen to this album three times for the last four days straight. Nice. It flows really well. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's fucking over. You know, yeah, like, he's always been really good about sequencing. Yeah, and maybe that's it. Maybe that's what's so good about these solo rat- records, especially. The, the Night Moves one was like that, too. It's just like, it just goes by so fast, and... Yeah, I know it's good, but maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it is just... Yeah, I mean, he, he's got that down cold. Yeah, so I, I think I'll end the show with Killmatic. You got That's anything awesome. else to say, dude? No, just uh, Rank Picker Proton Packs uh, is coming up. Yeah. Uh, Bad Secrets record is done. God knows when I'll get it back from the plant. Cool. It's self-released? Uh, the next one. Is that, uh, is that What's a, that? Is that going to be on Cellar Dwellers or it's just... Uh, no, I'm going to just mail it out from Rank Picker. Cool. Keep it simple. Nice. And that's a full length or what? Uh, four song, 12 inch. Nice. So something different. Cool. Save one for me, man, in case I, I don't know, in case I miss it. <laughs> I don't know how I miss I it, but. It's not to suck. <laughs> You'll be all right. All right. That's cool. I didn't even know about that, so. Yeah, not hush hush, but I mean, it's done now. It's just wait. Yeah. I got a couple albums that are waiting too. It's fucking just Ugh. a bad time right now. Dude, it's it's really backed up. It sucks. I got three test pressings right now. I just okayed one today from uh I'm not gonna announce it, but I will say it is a uh first time on vinyl album from nineteen ninety nine and it's fucking killer. You're gonna love it. Awesome. I'll tell you when we're done. Tr- <laughs> I think you'll dig it. Yeah, I know there's no suck news, so nothing to do there. No, nope, we're always cooking up something weird, I would assume. I'm still waiting for that live show. I know there was rumor once I heard, and yeah, like I said, never <laughs> say never. I mean, stranger things have happened. I mean, we practiced for real. Like I, I think I was driving him crazy because I was. I, I think we got together like three weekends in a row because I was like, we are not going up there half cocked, <laughs> you know. And yeah. So I mean, it's it's definitely doable if we ever decide to do it. It's tough, though. I get it. You know, kids and family. Oh, and... yeah. Everybody's everywhere. Johnny Problem might never leave his house. Who knows? Yeah. He's 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 the furthest away, right? Delaware? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. Brad's in Philly, so cool. I think I might be the furthest away. I think I'm five hours from Harrisburg. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's happening next week. There may or may not be a show next week. It's just sort of uh, my workload has been insane lately. Actually, I, I think I am recording next week, so yeah. I think the guy that was supposed to be on this episode is actually going to be next week. We'll find out. But yeah, what's that? I said I like it. I'm the afterthought episode. <laughs> uh, you weren't the, this, this dude sort of. Uh, <laughs> see, I recorded with him two weeks ago, and I and my 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 laptop crashed in the middle of it. Oh shit! So I lost it, and then I had to do. Um, I already had something with with Kevin lined up, so I did that, and then we were going to re-record, but he ended up having to go on a business trip. And, uh, oh, lovely. so then, yeah, so you were, you were my fallback, but I've been waiting to have you on for quite a while, dude. Yeah. I appreciate you having me on. Gives a little bump for everything. Hopefully people check the stuff out. Yeah. It's perfect timing because of the Jimmy Vapid album coming out in a couple weeks and, uh, oh, that's awesome. The suck represses. Yeah. That worked out nice. Think I'm eligible to win that golden ticket. Yeah. Why not? I mean, you, you legitimately won <laughs> the incognito copy from Dunkel. Oh, that's right. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they drew my name out of a hat, right? Yeah, they filmed it because I was like, Craig's going to fuck this up. And <laughs> he, I think he's just like, no way. 
he, he sent that to us first before he posted it. I was just like, there's no way he won. <laughs> so, but yeah, you legitimately won. I ha- I did some contests last week just because it was Dummy Room's birthday, and I gave away some shit, you know? And, yeah, I saw that. Uh, and one guy won it twice. Uh, I mean, it, it's going to happen. Completely legit, too, you know? It's just like, oh, yeah, this guy again? But no, it happened to be the guy who's been, from day one, he's been doing this Spotify playlist on every song we play on the show. Are you serious? Yeah. He's, he's, How have I not heard of this? Uh, I don't know. It's been posted a few times in the group. Yeah, there's. Man, it's, I gotta, I gotta pay attention or hit recent posts instead of new activity. Yeah, and obviously not every song because not every song's on on Spotify. But he's actually put songs on there that we've just talked about even, even if we didn't play wow. them. Wow, dude, I don't. I mean, it's like there's like a couple thousand songs on this playlist. Jesus, <laughs> it's pretty cool. So I appreciate him doing that. But uh, yeah, it's it's a little insane. But uh, yeah. So so next week there's a show. I think we'll see. I never know. I mean. You, you know as much as I do. So, uh, But, yeah, anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for all the likes. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. And so this this song is is uh, is the title track from Jimmy Vapid's new album, Killmatic, coming out in just a couple weeks. And you're going to get it. Everyone's going to get it. And it's it's a good record. So, so we'll see you guys next week. Nice. We'll see you later. Take me down.
very.